Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Just not, don't let it be a ghost feel. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> now I hope it's a ghost feel just to spite you so you have to watch it for all the <laughs> Hi guys! Welcome to Lovecast BL Podcast. I'm your host Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts Alexa and Kayla. Hi! We're back to dancing from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Today we are deep diving into Off and Gun. That was probably the wrong way to say it. (laughs) I just realized while saying it. But yeah, we're doing, like, we're going through Off Gun's history and uh, all the stuff they've done. But first, we are talking a little bit about some issues that happened recently. And it's bad. We can start with Safe House. The new season of Safe House have had some issues Mm. to the point where I would say that, like, just... Just cancel it. Just just stop. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I was never super, like, a big safe house person to begin with. Like, I kind of just, like, would watch the clips here and there on Twitter. But, like, mm-hmm. two issues in a span of, what, seven days, and neither of them were handled very well. It's just kind of like, mm, yeah. mm, I so don't know if started- I want to see this happening again. <laughs> Yeah, it started with the Fui and White, White. Mm-hmm. joking about what was it exactly they said? It was like a play on words in Thai, so I don't know if it would translate. Like the translation to English, right. like didn't really like make sense. But a lot of the translators were saying, like, basically, it's talking about like forcefully entering someone from behind basically so it was a rape joke talking to first Mm -hmm. yeah and obviously they got a lot of backlash from this and their apology they forced to sit there with white and pui and accept their apologies like a hostage video that's really yeah Like, what is he supposed to do? He has to say okay. Like, there's no, like, it's a loose-loose for him. They're his seniors. Obvious, like, power play. Like, you know, in Asian countries often, like, 
older people are always right, right? Seniority plays a big role. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. first is obviously the younger one in this. Yeah, it it was just a weird situation. Like, it didn't feel sincere because, like, obviously you knew they were only doing it because Safe House is a live streaming situation, and everyone saw what happened, and therefore they felt like they had to sit down, like, and address the camera directly and address the situation directly, and mm-hmm. like. I feel like that takes a lot of the sincerity out of the situation and makes it seem like it's a lot more just yeah. for show, for Bowie yeah. and White to kind yeah, of yeah. And their I, I saw, I think it's that like Fui said in his like apology that he wanted to address. He asked the staff to address this, and I'm just like, dude, okay. dude, no. okay. You want a cookie? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't talk like that to begin with. What? It takes into question, like, the typical, like, boy talk that they call it, like, locker room talking mm-hmm. that people will often excuse as boys being boys. Yeah. But it's not okay. Yeah. I think they made, like, some reference to it being, like, a joke on, like, Facebook or TikTok or something. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how they talk on this social media platform. Like, platform. you need to get on there to understand it type thing. It was just so... Yeah. Okay, they shouldn't be talking like that on that no. social media platform. And why are you talking like that in real life? Like, it's so weird. Yeah. And that's followed by Blackface. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, take a like, sip of my water before talking about this one. <laughs> I, I was shocked. I'm just like, there is no excuse because... First off, GMMTV has done this before. They know better. Second off, no person on this earth doesn't know that that isn't okay. Like, it's... The whole, like, they're camouflaging because it's a game type situation. And everyone was was joking, it was putting on camouflage, you know, as the black paint was camouflage. But then, like... You kind of lose that argument when they put a curly wig that's clearly an afro on top of the person whose face is painted fully black and they all laugh at it. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, that's moving past the, oh, it's camouflage territory yeah. into what is very clearly a racial depiction of a black person. Mm-hmm. And then that's not, that's not a joke anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, and that, that they find this situation funny. And they find that look funny. And that, like, I was so shocked when I saw it. I'm just like, how? And 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 GMNTV, for once, trying to, like, explain it away. Like, (laughs) that it wasn't meant to be, like, a racial depiction and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, it was meant to be. Oh, my God. I just think that, like... (laughs) What something is meant to be and the intention of something doesn't mean as much as the way it was perceived by the population. And if Black people are seeing this person with Black face paint and an afro on and saying, like, this clearly looks like someone who's mocking me, mm-hmm. then that trumps your whatever your intention was for it to just be camouflage or just be a game or whatever. Like, that, that intention doesn't matter anymore because the people who are affected by that or perceiving it as something racially motivated and that that just makes it a completely different situation. I don't yeah. know. 
Yeah. I genuinely think they should have a sensitivity course mm-hmm. or have a consultant yeah. in the company at all times because they clearly do not understand. My thought is if you're going to market yourself as a global company and keep trying to push for global markets, then like you can keep using a lack of global awareness as an excuse for when these things happen. Like if GMMTV wants to be on the global market, then they need to start being aware of their global audience and the things that they've done in the past with fish upon the sky and this, and there's other examples as well. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that it happens repeatedly and the apologies or excuses that have been written off both times that, you know, both Fish Upon the Sky and this time have been, like, yeah. leaving a whole lot to be desired. I just don't mm-hmm. think you can claim yourself as wanting to be, like, a global company without showing proper respect to global populations, especially very historically marginalized populations, yeah. you know? So, I don't know. It's just the math is a math thing for me with them. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there was a situation with uh, June. He was on, like, it's a show, it's like an interview thing, it's supposed to be funny with this older woman. She's like, what did she say, like 63? 60s or something, yeah. Yeah, and you just see in this clip, Yoon is so uncomfortable. And she's like ripping in his clothes, removing his clothes, Trying to like lick his armpit Putting his and shit arm like that. up and yeah. licking um, his armpit. It's so weird. Uh, it's yeah. What? And then what? that was another situation where the company that does that did Unforgotten Night. They put out mm-hmm. this whole statement about how mm-hmm. they're going to protect you and he was yeah. going to get time off for his mental health mental. and they didn't expect him to be in this situation, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure the company yeah. did not expect that. But then yeah. the next day, that clip went out of him sitting down with the woman and, like, yeah. another, like, apology. I don't even think yeah. she said she was sorry. I, no, there was not a single, did. like, I'm sorry. Opposite. She yeah. said the opposite. She said because she's a 63-year-old woman, she cannot sexually assault him. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and then she went on this whole rant on live about how he's not even that popular, and she knows all these other actors that are more popular than him. So why would she do that to someone she doesn't know? He isn't shit, or like he's not even that good at acting, which is so irrelevant. Yeah, Yeah, dude, like I'm not the biggest Yoon fan, but what the. Like, you don't do that to people. Like, if they, like, were just a random person on the street, you still wouldn't do that. Like, that's not okay, and it's not funny. Just because you didn't know who he was, or you, you know, don't think he's a big shot, doesn't change the fact that you were touching him inappropriately, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's not something that can only happen to famous actors. Like, what what is the logic there? this was, like, an old man who did that to a young girl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like I don't know why she thought her age was an excuse for it. (laughs) Yeah, because she means that, like, it's not nothing sexual, so it can't be sexual harassment. It is. Clearly, they have no idea what that is. It's 
It's very predatory. It's a very yeah. predatory behavior. And she is behaving this way because she thinks she is better than him. And she knows all these people and thinks that she like she's really high on herself. And this this has something to do with like the whole power imbalance in the industry mm-hmm. and, and how people higher up think they can do whatever they want and get yeah. away with it. Yeah. Even is she? If we're gonna talk about relevancy, like if you're if you're gonna <laughs> be like, oh, Yoon isn't relevant, like who the fuck are you, old lady? Like Yeah, right? Like, where do you think you get your power from? Like it's just so And she was going off saying like it was just like his fan club, like it wasn't a legitimate complaint, like it was just fans being crazy because they are fans. But no. like ninety percent of the people calling her out on this weren't like even like the fan club in itself right it was just people who saw it yeah yeah it was doubling down on it too for me technically isn't the company also calling her out in a way yeah the company had a whole statement break time yeah yeah but then they let her like him go on the screen with her again i don't get it yeah, I don't know like, what that move was about. Like, I don't, I don't know why, even if it was, like, a decision from her team to try and placate things, I don't know why Yoon's company would be like, yeah, this seems like a good idea to let him do this the day after yeah. they said they were going to give him a break from all activities. Yeah, they might a have really been promised move. a proper apology, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just hate this whole, yeah, like Heather is saying, this, like mentality of forcing victims to face their abusers and and accept their apologies whether they're half-assed or not like it's Mm -hmm. not it's not right like they shouldn't be required to see those people again if they don't want to they shouldn't be required to accept their apologies but when you sit them down in front of a camera what choice do they have like they're not gonna say oh no fuck you in front of a camera that when they know the clip is gonna be online like it's just so messed up yeah Oh, I wish they would. Like, I wish Yoon would have, like, looked her straight in the face and just, like, fuck you. <laughs> I'll do it for her. Uh, <laughs> like, oh okay, that's I know he's going to have like, <laughs> but I just, that's my headcanon now. <laughs> that no, that's what he was saying in his brain, at least. Yeah, I'm sure. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so after all of that bullshit, let's talk about something a little more fun. <laughs> so today we're going we're going to be diving deep into the BL industry's most beloved pairings of Jumpo and Gun Atatan. I can't butcher those names, I know that's yeah, we're, we're just our best. Going with it. <laughs> So, Afghan's acting history as a pairing started out in 2016 with senior secret love Puppy Honey, <laughs> where they play Pick and Rogue. Oh boy, Puppy Honey. I watched Puppy Honey after I watched Theory of Love because I was obsessed. And. Moving back, like, do not do that. Like, if anyone is curious about Puppy Honey, just let it die. I, yeah, 
Yeah, I think I watched it. Yeah, there when are cuts our sky on YouTube with yeah. just the parody. Yeah, I don't. The het storyline in that was just like something story, else completely. <laughs> but even their storyline was like questionable yeah. at best. Like I remember yeah. going back and watching it because our sky was going on and like they were mm-hmm. one of the parodies in our sky. And I watched it because like I was like I want to know who all of these couples are before I watched our sky. And like, yeah, it was definitely. It was very, like, apt to the time. Like, it was very much a 2016, 2017 BL type tropes and acting and comedy that they put into it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Like, just to be clear, this is not a BL. They are a BL couple. Yeah, they're a side pairing. A straight show. (laughs) So do not go into this thinking it's BL. (laughs) Yeah, and there was a season two. In the next year. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I don't even... I think I watched that one, too. I have no memories of, of what that would entail. Might have just no blocked it off from my memory. Heather is saying season two was better, but I can't even remember. I... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And the year after that, they did Our Sky, like you mentioned. And then came in 2019, Theory of Love. Where yeah. they played Kai and Third. Yeah. And that was a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, that was like pretty, like, I don't know what the right word is revolutionary, but they were one of like, I feel like the first GMMTV BL pairings to like act in another series together. So mm-hmm. I remember when the GMMTV New and Next thing for that year came out, like, People were freaking the fuck out when they saw that off gun were gonna be in another series yeah. together. Yeah. And yeah, I mean honestly as much as a roller coaster as it was, I feel like obviously it was Lee's improvement from Puppy Honey and it was generally like yeah. really good acting and you really got to see how they had improved in the year since when they first like started acting together and yeah. Theory Dude, of Love is where I it's at. I will defend Theory of Love to my dying breath. Me too. <laughs> that series, like, I feel like really, really started to get me into GMMTV's dramas and mm. specifically their BLs and into Off Guns fandom because they're just so yeah. good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely very, like, different, I think, than what a lot of people expected, especially, I think, from Off. Because I think at that point, a lot of people kind of already were aware of Gunn's caliber as an actor. But I think Theory of Love definitely gave off a chance to showcase more of his range. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, his character was kind of like a stereotypical asshole, like player type dude. But they also add a lot of depth to it, especially in the second half of the series that I think allowed people to like really be surprised by his acting. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a roller coaster when you think, like, first half, you're just, like, really, really angry at Kai. And then you get to the yeah. second half, and you're so angry at third. <laughs> exactly. That was my exact response. <laughs> it was it was insane. And I got, like, in the Discord server, warned me before I watched this. I'm just, mm-hmm. They were just like, 
you're, you're gonna, gonna hate be both angry. of them at yeah. some point. Like <laughs> just <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, okay. At least they warned me this time. They did not warn me about the salt in that oh, other one. <laughs> they did not warn me about that. And I was so angry. <laughs> but they warned me about this. <laughs> so <laughs> No, I thought like it was so interesting because it's so different from anything else we've seen yeah. at that point. And it was more adult. Yeah. Even yeah. though they're in school, it's a lot more adult. It's like something you would see in like in a college show in the West. Kind yeah. of like the vibe of it. Yeah. 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 Like the aesthetic was especially and like I think the production was really creative with like the each episode being themed after a different like rom com or romance film, which like that's the same director who's doing vice versa, and you know they're kind of doing the same thing now with each episode being themed after a different color, which like I love stuff like that, <laughs> and I love that like they recreated like the posters for each like movie that each yeah. episode was based on, like it was just mm-hmm. really cool the way they marketed it and yeah. the way they produce it aesthetically. And things like that. And I think that, like you said, it just really set it apart yeah. from a lot of the GMM TVBLs that we had mm-hmm. existing at that time. I could have done without Earth and Bite. <laughs> I forgot how much you hated that mm-hmm. pair. <laughs> that did not need to happen. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was put in there just to like give them a couple. And yeah. it honestly yeah. did not need to be there. <laughs> And didn't Mike have, like, a storyline with, like, a teacher? No, I don't think she was, like, yeah. a professor or something. Yeah, the professor. But, like, she was engaged to someone else, and, like, he, he like, took pictures at yeah, her but wedding. But honestly, I'm like... here for, like, the professor <laughs> drama. I'm so here for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, forbidden like love and shit, that gets me. <laughs> well, I, I think... like a little bit controversial stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> I think this was one of the first BLs that didn't focus on engineering because True. I remember when it first came out, everyone was like, finally, we have some art gaze. <laughs> I guess production is a subset of art, but yeah, yeah, that was a big deal that it didn't revolve around mm-hmm. engineering. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, GMMTV kind of took like a leap with that show because Thai entertainment in BL they really do not want to be like new they want to do the same thing the thing like everyone else is doing that they know will get views they won't go with stories that are not proven to get views Mm -hmm. so I mean good for them (laughs) good for them but it wouldn't have worked without Afghan in those in the lead roles there. Like they made that. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah. no, the roles were made, made for them. I feel like a hundred percent. And so we got like two years with nothing, which was depressing. Like, okay, they did the their show. What's it called again? Oh, Afghan Fun Night. The the little GMMTV variety thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they had, like, plenty of, like, variety, and mm-hmm. they did some, like, advertisement shorts and things like right. that, but 
no actual like series thing. projects together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in twenty twenty one, we got not me with uh, off playing Sean and Gun playing white and black twins. And the icon, the moment. She was everything. I'm the, no, I, we waited two years and got this, and it was so worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if, if Theory of Love was not like anything GMMTV had ever done in 2019, Not mm-hmm. Me was like nothing GMMTV and a lot of other production companies had ever done because it was so socially aware and politically aware and so real and raw with the stuff it was addressing and I think that's like you said like you were talking about before in terms of like taking risks like a big risk to take and taking BL out of that really fantasy Mm -hmm. realm that it typically exists in and bringing in the struggles of the LGBT community and in real life and specifically Mm -hmm. as it relates to Thai people but like god did it work yeah I wonder if is it a choice of off and gun to sort of go for these shows that are a little bit out of the comfort zone of BL mm. or if it's a calculated move from GMMTV knowing that they are established they can pull off something different yeah I definitely wouldn't be surprised I feel like I definitely wouldn't be surprised if it's a bit of both like mm. So I feel like when you are that established as an actor within a company and especially being considered like one of the pillars mm-hmm. of GMMTV BL, I feel like they probably have a little bit more pick and choose in what projects they want to take on. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them are like, you know, I want to do something that's different. You know, I don't want to act in another like yeah. university, like typical university BL or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think them being one of the pillars of GMMTV and the company knowing that they have an established audience and an established draw, no matter what, makes it easier for them to make these more riskier adaptation choices and series choices with them mm-hmm. as the leads. Yeah. I mean, going into Not Me, Off really took on a task to prove himself because mm-hmm. he's been comic relief all over and over he's like just like mike is like they put them in these roles just for just to be funny characters yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it does feel sometimes that they do that because they don't have any oh what do you call it they don't have any faith that they can actually pull off a serious role Mm. yeah so we know gun is amazing actor and if anyone doubted that he could play the role of like this I don't know what you call white (laughs) dude if anyone doubted he could be like because when the trailer came out people were talking about like they thought that Gun is like a a small twink character like (laughs) he can't yeah, that that's, can't play, that's like, not my words. Darker. That's yeah, people no, on the internet. No, I words. definitely did okay. say that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was so that. triggered when I saw that. I'm just like, dude, do you know how long this man has acted? He can act his ass off. 
So yeah, he mm. is not an amateur by any means. Not at all. So it was really like off having his chance to prove himself. Like it was him having to do a role that's more challenging than he's used mm-hmm. to. But yeah. he really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like he absolutely. was so good. Yeah. I mean like I feel like we have sung not me's praises like endless times on the mm. podcast. But yeah, I think off was just like you can tell how much work he put into mm-hmm. it and yeah. you know, you can tell how much both of them cared for the series and how much effort they put into making it mm-hmm. something really special and something really important and like it just shows how much heart both of them put into yeah the whole thing like it was incredible i mean the entire cast of not me did so amazing mm-hmm. like the only gripe i really have with the series is <laughs> that stupid matrix jumping they were doing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. what was that? No one jumps like that. Just a little like superpower jumps across yeah. like building rooftops so, and like, shit. It felt like the jump scenes you get like in Chinese shows. Yeah. Where like... <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, but I think Off has grown, like from puppy love to not me off has grown so much as an Mm -hmm. actor and you can kind of see him grow through each year each show he does yeah and gun just stable like genius yeah 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 it makes me like i don't know it's just it's really cool when you can follow I mean, even following them as individual actors throughout the years, but, like, following a pairing and seeing them in different projects across the years and seeing how they grow as individuals, but also seeing, like, how they grow and their chemistry with each other and their comfort with each other and, you know, how, like, their friendship and the things they've done over the years has really inspired the way they act together. I definitely think you can see things like that from back in 2016 when they first started together to now and it's just like mm-hmm. really cool to be able to follow that kind of stuff and see how it changes and the waves and things like that mm-hmm. and I think a lot of like their fandom comes from how amazingly comfortable they are with each other mm-hmm. they are at a point like you're past like normal friendship not in a way, I'm just saying. But dude, they could, like, seriously, if you want to be Delulu about something, like, Akin oh. isn't, like, yeah. a wrong place to go. <laughs> just saying. I think, I think Heather has a point to talk about that, like, at the end of yeah. the episode. We'll talk. To be, we'll to be talk. continued. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've gone a little bit about their acting careers, but... Op started his acting career as B's boyfriend in the hit series Hormones. Mm. Like, I have no idea about these. Like, I seriously have just watched BL. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hormones was like, I think it's almost a horror anthology type tie series. One of those. Mm. Yeah, and he he was obviously a part of Sodas as as a support character. 
Uh, oh, I totally forgot he was in Sodas. Yeah, oh right? God. I keep forgetting that what? too. But wow. honestly, like, Sodas is one of those, like, shows that you forget everyone else in it. Like, there are two characters <laughs> There's so many people. in that show. You cannot <laughs> tell me that there are any other characters in that show. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, and, and Gunn's been acting since he was eight years old, and his first BL project was the psychological horror film, mm. The Blue Hour. I've never heard of that. I love yeah. that movie. I yeah. watched that movie before I knew who Off Gun were, and it was right. just like, it's so good. It's indie. It has the indie mm-hmm. vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Right. What kind of role does he have like a lead role or Yes, so he plays this main character who he is kind of a loner and he goes and hangs out at this pool all the time that has been abandoned and he meets this other boy there who's a loner and they end up like forming a relationship mm-hmm. and just like without giving spoilers it takes a turn like a really (laughs) gruesome turn yeah Yeah, you know there is something about like bl and pools and everything like i just start thinking about he she it and that takes a turn (laughs) too so (laughs) yeah Apparently, it's a thing. Don't go in a Thai pool. I'm just saying. It's either like, it's either like horror or the underwater kiss. Like, those are the two yeah. spectrums of pools in Thai BL. There was like this, yeah. weren't there like this ghost BL with this kid at the pool as well? Like, what was that again? Spiel with the kid at the pool. There was a ghost in the pool. Uh, Seriously, I know I've seen. Do not, I know. know. Someone in the comments, tell me I am right. I cannot have dreamed this. I hate ghosts. A ghost in a pool in a BL. I don't know. Seriously, it exists. How do I know this? And not you guys. What have I been watching? I don't know, maybe you made that one up. No, it's not Hishiyan. It's like a legit ghost, and he falls in, falls in love with the ghost. Like, dude, it's like one of those, like, I really um. hate, so I don't know why I watched it. <laughs> but I'm I like, know I've seen There's it something in my room, but there's no pools involved in that one, so it's not something I think in it my was room. Like, I think it was, a like, a lower budget one, but it's not Hishiyan. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Someone, someone I, in the comments has to know. Someone, yeah, someone yeah. watching or listening <laughs> has to me. know what you're talking about. Please tell me I did not dream this. Because if I'm dreaming about ghost BLs... Maybe that's your sign that you need to start watching That's them. like a nightmare oh. to me. <laughs> okay. So they have uh, been nominated for some awards and won some. Best Couple at the Maya Awards... They won in 2019 and were nominated in 2018, 2020, and 2022. All the years they were doing shows except Popping Honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they were nominated 
for Best Couple in Line TV Awards in 2019 and 2020, and they won both of those. And they were no- nominated for Best Scene from Not Me in the Cast Awards in 2022. Should have won. Yeah, right? What yeah. did win? Cutie Pie. Oh, I, I think it might have been something from Cutie Pie, but I'm not sure. No way. Really? I don't no know. I don't like, know. I, I love Cutie Pie like any other, but the, those are two two different shows. I feel, like, like, I feel like the problem with the Cast Awards is that I think they're fan-voted, oh. so uh, yeah, that is usually... Yeah... What makes the difference? Oh, oh no, Bad Buddy, Bad Buddy one. Oh, Bad Buddy, best scene. Okay, Uh, okay. Well, I still should have won, but I can. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like Bad Buddy did not deserve to win there, but it makes sense if it was fan like voted. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like mainly fan voted. I feel kind of bad, like not me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Came out like around the same time as, but I like they came out right after each other. Were they airing? It was right after, I remember, because everyone was like, oh, what's going to live up to the hype of Bad Buddy? And there's a lot of, like, why is it not me getting the same hype that Bad Buddy Mm -hmm. got? Like, everyone after Bad Buddy were kind of, like, soaking in the aftermath. And I'm just sitting there rolling my eyes. But... (laughs) I was one of those people who could not move on, but like I yeah, would still right? watch so Not Me. People weren't moving on, so Not Me didn't get what it deserved of the attention. Yeah, I I will forever be like mad about that. 
<laughs> yeah, and they've probably won or been nominated for a lot of different awards. There's so many award shows yeah. that are like yeah. the magazines and streaming platforms and like all these places have like their own award shows every year. So do we. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. So what do we love about Afghan? Like, okay, we've been talking about this, what we love all this time, but favorite series or scene they've played together? I mean, I definitely really think Not Me is my favorite series, mm-hmm. but I really like the confession scene and theory of love. The whole, like, yeah. you're not a movie, like, you're real to me confession yeah. scene. Like, I I think that's, like, one of my favorite BL confession scenes ever. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. I mean, the scene in Not Me where they're under the flag. Of course. The pride flag. Always. Of course. Always. How can anyone, like do anything better like aesthetically it's <laughs> so pretty it's such a pretty shot and the meaning behind it and just everything and like it, it kind of feels like they are having like their sexual awakening under there and it's just <laughs> so it just fits so well like the person who came up with that shot like they need all the awards. Like, <laughs> all the awards. Yeah. 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 I'm not She's over an it. icon. <laughs> I will never be over it. Me neither. I feel like it's really hard to choose between Theory of Love and Not Me mm-hmm. because same, same. they don't even really compare to each other. Yeah. They're just so different in content. Mm-hmm. But I think it would depend on my mood. <laughs> Which yeah, one I would choose fair. over the yeah. other. <laughs> but as for like a show that really makes you think, and I really love to overthink everything, not <laughs> me, is <laughs> good for that. Yeah. But yeah, I go back and forth. It just. Yeah, same. It's two different times. It's two different, like, sort of generations kind of thing. <laughs> it's just they are on different sides of the spectrum. And can't be compared. So I just like, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) True. Yes. So another point is fashion, gun, fashion, icon. Like, it's so effortless. Yeah. I just don't know what else to say other than, like, it's effortless. Like, every look he puts out, like, it's just, it it just, like, he's one of those people where you would think it wouldn't work, but, like, because it's him, it's just, like, mm-hmm. everything he puts out works, and it looks like it's absolutely effortless in the mm-hmm. execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, like, the confidence he wears it with, and it just, even... Though it's like clothes that you could never imagine yourself in, it's mm. just it looks so natural on him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He always has really nice handbags. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. 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 I want that bag. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important having men like Gun that aren't afraid to push the boundaries of what's 
call like men's fashion. Yeah. Because it shouldn't it shouldn't like in reality it shouldn't be men women. It should be just like everyone can wear what they want and make yeah. it look good. And it's like Kuhart said when we talked to him, like mm-hmm. fashion no doesn't gender. need to be gendered, like yeah. you know, like and I think he along with Gunn and, you know, mm-hmm. like PP and there's other actors as well. Turbo is someone who's like breaks a lot of the gender norms and mm-hmm. his fashion, like we just it's always amazing to see. And yeah. And we need more of this. Like I am so sad that my son is just showing more signs of not wanting to wear certain colors, certain things because they're girly. And I've been like his entire life, I've been telling him to wear exactly what he wants to wear. If he wants to buy a dress, I'm buying a dress for him. Mm-hmm. Like I've tried, like I haven't been pushing it on him because I think it's his choice what he wants to wear, but I've been ca- kind of like reinforcing, like if you want to wear a dress, wear a dress like just do what you are comfortable with and I see him like going to kindergarten and coming back with all these like notions of oh he can't wear that color because that's like a girl's color he can't do that like with my daughter as well she like got teased for wearing blue what they're so weird yeah yeah, school really has an influence on what you are trying to teach kids. Mm-hmm. Like you always are trying to teach them to just like be themselves, but then you put them out into a society, society that is society still very like ruins everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only thing like I can like have like I hope for the future for my kids is that this society is part progressing. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot more acceptable like it's a lot more acceptable to wear clothes that aren't necessarily like feminine or masculine or there's a lot less definition on it nowadays so when they get to a teenage like older teenager they might actually be in a society that will be more open to it at least more open than it was in my day and that will help but yeah but yeah yeah and i think like seeing people in the media like we see with gun and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of celebrities in the west as well that kind of really are seen on like a large platform and Mm -hmm. i think that kind of stuff and those people are really important for kids and teens who are kind of struggling against what school is telling them versus what their parents are telling them, if their parents aren't as open and like all these things. So, you Mm -hmm. know, I think having people who are visibly so gender non-conforming when it comes to Mm -hmm. fashion and their style is like super, super important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like a lot of like this Hollywood wave and everything like Asian culture sort of mixing into the Western world is a good thing for showing that masculinity doesn't have like anything to do with actually like being butch and having a beard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to have that, that's fine. But it's not like the staple of masculinity. Yeah. You it's can not the only be thing that... you can be feminine. But, but still, still be masculine. Be masculine. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. find feminine men very attractive. Yeah. 
I'm bisexual, so I just find everyone attractive. But, like, you know. <laughs> I probably should have realized at a younger age, I was like, wow, these guys that are so feminine are so good looking to me. It would have opened a lot of doors a lot younger in my life. So, Off's evolution of style. Off dresses like a lesbian. <laughs> Those funky printed shirts those hawaiian shirts like he dresses like a lesbian stereotypically but (laughs) that is so funny you're not wrong yeah yeah do you think like off has been what do you call it like my brain isn't working influenced by gun through the years he has to be probably yeah i mean with how close they are Mm -hmm. i feel like I, you know, naturally take a lot of fashion influence from my friends, no matter how they dress and like seeing the trends that they're coming on to and stuff inspires me. So I feel like, you know, with how close they are, it's only kind of natural that they probably influence each other in a lot of ways when it comes mm-hmm. to like appearance and style. So what I always been so fascinated about with Off and Gun is their nicknames, Puppy and uh, Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cute i'm just gonna say like i first time i heard it i was just like what what <laughs> but they are so cute like hearing like gun sitting there and yelling after poppy is just like <laughs> the cutest yeah. thing <laughs> you can like hear it in his voice in in your head it's just like the way he says poppy yeah so the poppy ni- poppy nickname was started out as meaning puppy and then evolved to daddy. How did I that I actually happen? didn't know that. <laughs> sounds I didn't like either. poppy, puppy, honey, poppy, puppy, poppy, puppy. And it just kind of yeah. like <laughs> took on a meaning of a different type of poppy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is super interesting. <laughs> because like hearing like it's like poppy, like it's, Spa- like it's Spanish, right? I started yeah. doubting myself there. Yeah, it's Spanish. Yeah, mm-hmm. and hearing that in a Thai, like I heard it the first time on the Afghan night show thing, and hearing that suddenly, like on a Thai show, really just like I got like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's cute. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they just kind of like, I mean, yeah, because like, can you hear Poppy if you're? used to like the Spanish root of it. It is like mm-hmm. usually colloquially used as like a kind of like the same way that daddy, daddy is used now. Yeah. So like I guess like fans just kind of picked up on it and that mm-hmm. meaning and like Heather said that then they just kind of like leaned into it as meaning more daddy mm-hmm. than the original meaning, which is fair. But I feel like now it's not even like it's just, like, the way they address each other. Like, I feel like there's no real <laughs> meaning in it for them. It's just, like, there was, like, this clip I just saw the other day of, like, Gunn was playing some kind of guessing game. And, like, the person he had to guess was off jump ball, like, his full name. And, and you know, the people who were trying to get him to guess were like, oh, you're, you're acting, partner, blah, 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 blah. And, he, and, like, he needed to say off jump ball, but he kept saying poppy jump ball. Because, like, that's just, like, his name, I feel like. Wait, that's like, so He's cute. just poppy. <laughs> and everyone oh, playing funny. was like, this, this bitch. Like, just off. so funny. Oh, my God. That says something about their relationship. Like, it's... Yeah. 
they're just so comfortable with each other that it's just gotten that way. It's yeah. Like I wish I had that relationship with someone. <laughs> it's Pixie's gone boyfriend. Uh, if you're listening, yeah, no, dude. Oh. Like it's gone beyond that. Like it's you're just like destined. Yeah, soulmates. <laughs> soulmates, like platonic Literally. soulmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I love it. They have the same vibes for me, like Max Toll have. Those are the good vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like that natural, like friendship. <laughs> Heather's going off at me because I don't like ghost feels, <laughs> and I'm talking about destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Heather, I do not like ghosts. Destiny is fine. <laughs> no, okay. So, what makes their fandom and fan service unique from others? Obviously, yeah. they're so comfortable with each other. Yeah. They're destined. <laughs> yeah. They, they are constantly doing that thing. And this is where the delusion comes in again. But they're constantly, <laughs> like, reaffirming the fans feelings and views on them as a couple in quotes Mm -hmm. so it's like it just keeps fueling the fire of the fandom to be like you have to have something yeah it's it's just really good fan service yeah it's like it's so natural it's so natural and they play into it so naturally because they're mm-hmm. so comfortable with each other yeah. that it kind of makes you be like, oh, it has to be real. Like, there has to be something there. And it's like the same how you how you said it reminds you of Maxwell. Like, I feel like it's the mm-hmm. same way. Like, there's yeah. so much comfort and so much, like, willingness to play into, like, some of mm-hmm. the more fan servicey things. And it feels so natural that you're like, this can actually be scripted. But, like, it's just because yeah. they're, like, besties. <laughs> Do you think... It, for them, that it feels like sort of, I want to say shortcut, but it's not even that. Like, sort of like a cop-out to actually being vulnerable and emotional with another man. If you know, like, in general, men are supposed to not share their feelings, blah, blah, blah. But this is like a way for them to, like, blame fan service for actually being open and emotionally available to another man even though they're not like in a relationship if you know what i mean i think so i think i know what you mean i just think it's very interesting because they're so comfortable with each other and and sort of like it's like this acceptance of being comfortable with your sexuality and yourself and your other the other person that you can be more open and like you often see in girl friends mm-hmm. relationships yeah i feel like it's almost kind of like they were already like that so it makes mm-hmm. them easier for them to like mm-hmm. lean into the fan service like mm-hmm. i mean i don't know about them as individual people like what what their beliefs are and and you know what how they act in real life honestly because you know we mm-hmm. only see a certain facade and personality that they've created to some extent but, like, I feel like it's more, like, the opposite. Like, they already kind of had that relationship and that comfort and that friendship that goes beyond, like, a typical male perceived friendship that it makes it easier for them to do, like, the fan service stuff, fan service stuff and kind of play into it, if, if that makes sense. If I'm understanding what you were saying. You I'm might have just been like saying they... what I already said. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's also like they just seem like they truly do not care about anybody's judgment. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. are willing to do whatever without feeling like they're going to be really just perceived judged. A certain way. Yeah. Or, yeah, perceived a certain way. Like, it seems like they're not really afraid of anyone ever being like, oh, so, like, are you gay or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a line that a lot of BL actors struggle to get past because, yeah. you know, it makes me think of our interview with Lit where he says, like, so many of them are concerned with their image. And yeah. I think a big thing with BL is acting gay, but keeping so much of an image that you're straight enough to be wanted by the female fans. And that's, like, part of what makes the industry sell, is that, like, you know, you can act gay, but also, like, your female fans can still want you, and you're straight enough Mm -hmm. that they can still want you. But there are certain people that kind of transcend that and kind of just, like, don't give a fuck about their image in that regard. And I feel like they kind of fall into that category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> and Heather's like in office 30 you start not getting a shit by then <laughs> yeah as a 33 year old I can confirm <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so music <laughs> and music video appearances I do not know anything about this someone enlighten I'll be honest I really don't follow the music that BL actors put out um, unless they're like someone I know <laughs> can actually sing yeah, I'm a little familiar with some of the songs they've put out for fans. I have the one on a playlist, but I have to look it up because I don't remember what it's called. I think I it's literally I think it's too no cute idea. to handle. I think that's what it's okay. called. Yeah. How that did I not familiar. know this? I was gonna say must you. I don't know if that was you sneezing or not. I did I did a silent sneeze and it came on me so quickly that I couldn't like Mute anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do you look so shocked? Oh, Heather, Heather coming through with the tracks. The loudest yeah. silence. Too cute to handle. I do, like, now that you've said the title, I was like, I know I've heard that one, at least a reference before in my side, which was from the Not Me OST. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've dabbled. I mean, <laughs> they've dabbled. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with BL actors and music. I'm very picky about the BL actors' music that I can listen to. I feel like that's a common sentiment among a lot of BL I can listen to Jeff and Bright. Yeah, I mean, Jeff is like... I just love their voices. So, I mean, I can listen to them just talking, and that will be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that way about, like, Nanon's music. And mm-hmm. kind of new news yeah. too, but he doesn't have much out as of yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like BL, like GMMTV. When I guess they're really, it's really actually common for their artists to put out OSTs for the shows that they're in, and then they'll do like the little music video for them that has like a little storyline sometimes, or sometimes it's just them being cute together and like in a really aesthetic setting kind of thing. Like that's. The GMMTV staple. I'm pretty sure every BL pairing they've ever put out has probably done one of those music videos. Yeah. There's been like three I mean, from Vice yeah. Versa recently, and that's why like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that is a thing that they do. 
I find it very interesting how they sort of just use these boys for anything. They're universal. And, yeah, they're like, universal. It's like when we talked to when we talked to Peter Knight, like he said like he was being scouted and just asked to join without anyone knowing if he could sing or not. It's like if you look pretty, you can do it. They'll That's make sure true. they'll make a way for you to do Singing it. Singing can be taught. <laughs> Acting I think that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a lot of their thought process is like, as long as someone has the visual they're looking for, like they can teach them everything else that mm-hmm. they need to be famous. It's like so debatable, yeah. <laughs> debatable in some cases, <laughs> yeah. but like, I just think it's like a societal thing. Like there's a lot more emphasis on with the way their industry looks like marketing someone who is within a certain aesthetic as opposed Mm to where I feel like in Western like television and and movie sphere, like it's more like, I don't want to say talent based because obviously all those people have to be very pretty and fit in a certain aesthetic as well. But you know, it kind of like, it's similar to like the K-pop industry where they feel like an idol can be manufactured. So like they can teach them to act Mm -hmm. and sing as long as they have the base, like visual and, Sometimes there's a base level of talent there too. Yeah. Like I assume there has to be at least something there to some degree. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's like they think that everything can be taught that needs to make them an actual like idol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, love cast the group. <laughs> what is Heather on? Heather <laughs> oh. is saying that we Heather should go to Thailand and go around <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> I don't know if I have the visual that they're looking for, but you know it's yes, fine. I, mean, I do not think they're. I don't know how they feel about black like, people. <laughs> not everyone can be Peter Knight, okay? Exactly. Yep. That's what it comes down to. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a nice thought. But though, we'll, we're willing, like, bring <laughs> up uh, a girl's love and we'll come. I, yeah, I will star in your GL series if you want me. I will be, like, Let's the most it. base side character out there, but I will be in your series yes. if you want me. I'll do it. I will be the, like, annoying, like, a GL version of Fujishi. <laughs> I will basically be like how Sammy was. In yeah, the and like every <laughs> We will be the Sammy of GLs. <laughs> I'm not difficult. Let's I go. Do it. I do it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, okay, what so, were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, right? Afghan? <laughs> <laughs> so, thoughts on Afghan as pillars of GMMTV and BL? Yeah. I think it's a deserved title. Yeah. I mean, they were basically like the second major pairing after Kristen Sinkto. So Mm -hmm. like, because Soda said Puppy Honey came out in the same year. Or did Puppy Honey come out before? I think they came out in the same year, right? Mm. I think there was some overlap with season two and Soda's. Okay. So technically the first season of Puppy Honey like came out before Soda's then. So yeah, like they're they're like the OGs. So I mean, being a pillar of Jim MTV and like the fact that they're still active and mm-hmm. still so 
I don't know if relevant's the right word, but relevant, I guess, in 2022. Popular, yeah. yeah. I mean, people were waiting for Not Me. People were waiting for them to do a show. People were asking for them to do a show together. Yeah. So I think, like, the the couples that managed to stand through all of that and still be desirable for the fans are really pillars in the genre. Yeah. As itself. And I find it really interesting. There are a lot of, like, the earlier BL couples in GMMTV that still are around, while the newer couples sort of just, they sort of just, like, put them together and split them up again. Like, it's not, like, something, we haven't gotten, like, a really, like, firm, yeah, long-haul BL pairing in GMMTV for a while. So, any thoughts on future projects? Do we think it will happen? What would we like to see? I feel like it's very possible that we'll get another off-gun series, but I have no idea what they would do next. They've definitely outgrown, like, the school type. Yeah. They make that 30-year-old man try and play a university <laughs> student again. I swear to God. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if not the blue shorts. Oh, my God. That not would be even worse. <laughs> oh my God. The cursed blue shorts. Oh, my God. Besides is good. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, like, if in a year or so, like, if they wait that, like, benchmark two years again, we definitely might see them in another project. I think it would be fun to see them, like, go back into something more, like, rom-com style, but not, obviously not university-focused, like, in some adult life situation with rom-com elements. Maybe switch it up and make, like, Gun the more comedic relief character would be a really cool switch-off, and, like, off playing someone I don't know completely different but yeah I feel like there's a lot that they could do with them but it's just a matter of like is GMMTV gonna make them another like pioneer into a new genre yeah I think it would be really interesting if like GMMTV's like debut like Mafia BL was with (laughs) Afghan their their version of Ken Porsche yeah (laughs) Mm, I think go. they could do a I mean, technically, that's going to be Never Let Me Go. Isn't that like a Mafia BL with um, oh. Pond and Puin? Isn't like one of them like a Mafia son or something like I that? I have no idea. I'm pretty so. sure he is like one of them's like the Mafia son because I remember being really excited for that one. But <laughs> it's like Golden Blood 2.0. But it looked a lot better aesthetically. So let's hope for the best. And I'm pretty oh, sure it's JoJo directing good, it. So before we got the show as well, did I'm it just, Yeah, it the trailer was fine. <laughs> it was a little bit budget friendly. I was actually excited about Golden Blood when I heard the story before it came out because they made like a total mockery of it. <laughs> <'Cause> that's fine. <laughs> but Never Let Me Go is directed by JoJo, so like that's the difference. JoJo is one of like the icon directors in GMMTV so I feel like we're we're in good hands there yeah but we'll see mm-hmm. just not don't let it be a ghost feel like just <laughs> <laughs> now I hope it's a ghost feel just to spite you so you have to watch it for all <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wait, now my brain is connecting the dots because what if Lit was working with Off Gun for that <gasps> series? That would be wild. He, oh, I would die. That would be now, amazing. Now that's the only but... thing I'll accept. That's the only thing I will accept is for Lit's project if he had to be an Off Gun series. We have to I... contact him and be like, off gun, off gun for this series. <laughs> Hopefully, Kayla's manifestation powers will work for this one. I'll oh, get on that. That's amazing. Oh, that would be amazing. Okay, so our Delulu moments <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> yes. So there are a lot of rumors and a lot of talk online from fans about these two <laughs> the amount of times that like off or gun has had like a little confirmation moment that he and that they're together and fans have like taken it and run wild on the internet oh my goodness yeah, that happened pretty recently didn't it yeah i think that like off made a comment pretty recently and like yeah people went crazy i don't remember over what it. he said but he said something and i'm just like people went crazy with it like this is confirming it yeah and I'm just like, it's a little bit vague and it's, it's translated so are you sure <laughs> yeah but i just let the kids have their fun and yeah but they make it Gunner really easy <laughs> they make it really really easy to think that there's something there yeah 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 they're definitely one of those couples i think for a lot of people that like really fuel the delulu Mm -hmm. and have they ever come out and just like said that they are just friends like max toll have said i don't know where they haven't i don't think so ever seeing them yeah, because they are they are just comfortable fueling the fire. They're under GMM TV. I find that never so will. funny. GMM TV, yeah. GMM TV always has to leave that little ounce of hope there. Mm, no one's allowed to say true. they're just friends. You that's have to be true. potentially gay or you're out. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I have, like, um very few pairings that like really fuel my Delulu tendencies and for me I don't think Afka that's necessarily one of them but I'm also just like not super like not super into them is not the right term but like I feel like I'm one of those people who like I'll follow their projects but I don't follow them as much individually as a pairing so I feel like if I was more like into them outside of their works then maybe I would be more on the Delulu train I don't Mm. know yeah, I mean, they're probably one of the ships that I actually do pay a little bit of attention to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I was going to say solo shipper, but... Pixie <laughs> only cares about individual actors. Pixie says about all your ships. If you're not Jeff or Bound, then, like, she does not care. <laughs> See, Jeff, Bound, like... Z2, yeah, we can't forget Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> So I don't really care about, like, couples and follow couples, but if there's been anyone that I've actually, like, seen other stuff than just their show and kind of felt a little bit Delulu about, it's been off gun. If you can get Pixie, then you must be doing something right. (laughs) Yeah, off gun are like a comfort ship 
for me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just like knowing that they're there and that they could act in something. But also yeah. them individually, I think, are really comforting to watch in shows mm-hmm. just because they've been around so long yeah. and they're a constant in the BL world. Yeah, definitely. And they really do seem like such good people. Yeah. Like, they seem so genuine. They do seem and like nice. genuinely cool dudes. Mm-hmm. I could hang out with them. So Not that we would Thailand. understand each other, but... <laughs> we're in Thailand, off and gone. If you guys, like, just want to hit us up, if you're watching this, you know, we can have a little, have a little chit-chat we'll hang. together. We'll hang. <laughs> you know, if you guys are open to it. Yeah. Do you guys have anything to add? No. So. Heather's on her dual feels in the chat. <laughs> Their probs just soulmates. Been in the industry forever. Very close platonic life partners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to label everything, <laughs> they're they're just. <laughs> telling us what you love about Afghan. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sharing this episode with your friends really helps us out. And thanks for joining us for this week and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I'm crying. <laughs> I started crying. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 